Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. Boom! This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. All right, hey everybody, Sam Crowley. Uh, I've got a special guest today. I want to introduce my buddy, Michael Poff. Uh, what an amazing story. Uh, I met Mike a couple of years ago and his growth is absolutely phenomenal. And I know it's going to bless everybody who listens to this interview. Uh, we're going to talk about the mindset it takes to succeed. We're going to talk about crossing through the terror barrier. We're going to talk about how Mike's uh, own brand now has taken off, how he has ascended into really the life and the business that uh, he really dreamed of. So, hey, we got a lot, we got a lot of great stuff to dive into. Mike's an author, he's a speaker, he's a podcaster, and uh, and just an all around good dude. So, Michael, welcome. Great to see you. Thank you, Sam. Man, I'm I'm happy to be here. I, I feel I just feel I feel blessed that I've got the time to do this. You know, like I didn't have to say, "Sorry, Sam, I got to be at work." You know, and I got to yeah. do that crap. You know, so I'm just I'm very thankful to be here. So thank you so much. Well, hey, my pleasure. You know, that's a great that's a great jumping off point. There was a there was a time. I mean, when you and I first connected, I think you were listening to my podcast. And if I and if I'm wrong about any of this, make sure you correct me. But you reached out to me. Uh, and you wanted to start coaching one-on-one because you felt you had uh, your own million-dollar message inside. You were uh, you were working in the corporate world, and you can share as much of that as you want to, what you were doing and things like that, um, but you were at a, a point in your life, uh, take us back to when you and I first met a couple of years ago. What were the thoughts going through your mind at that time? Sure. Well, you know, I've always loved podcasts. I would, um, I've always been a believer in self-help and self-development, stuff like that, so, you know, my whole life, I've always been a motivational kind of a person. Like I just believe in go out and do it, but I think I just, you know, I couldn't figure out the direction I needed to take. So I was listening to podcasts and I honestly, Sam, I can't remember. I think maybe it's a God thing, but I know I was at the gym one day and I'm, you know, I had my phone with me and I just had my Apple watch, I had my phone and I'm kind of looking through a podcast I'm going to listen to. And, you know, and, uh, and, and, and I see this every day is Saturday thing pop up and I thought, what's this, you know? And it's like, you know, I see your little blurb and putting your message out to the world. And so I thought, well, let me listen to this. And uh, the one I listened to, I think was only like the first one was my only, like, it was like a short, like four or five minutes. But that short podcast that I listened to made me go, all right, so hit the subscribe button, start listening to more. And I don't know if you remember this, but, but I had listened to you for a long time. I mean, I should have contacted you way sooner, but then I think I did kind of reach out to you, but then I canceled. And then it was six months later. Yeah, I remember. That's right. That's right. It it was six months later that I committed to the call and got on the phone with you. And, you know, and and it wasn't because of, um, I don't know, maybe things, you know, have their own timing in this world. But uh, the truth is, I probably should have six months earlier contacted you then. But I had a lot going on and, and, you know, we can all make our excuses. But I don't know. I just didn't do it yet. But the day that I did, you know, click on the button and schedule the time with you, you know, it was definitely a a great time to do it. And I was really in the right 
right mindset. It was great. It was time to do it. So, so that's what I did. And I was working when I say 60 hours a week, people sometimes throw that around, just trying to embellish. I don't embellish. I was in the, in the auto world at the time. I was uh, running a car dealership and, uh, and I was, you know, if I was lucky, I mean, the only day I got off was a Tuesday. And then sometimes I had to work on that day. We went to weekends, open on Sundays. Um, but, you know, I loved the work, but I didn't love the fact that I was gone all the time. You know, my daughter, I still have a young daughter. She's turning 13. I can't even believe it here next wow. week. But, um, but, you know, I was missing all this time with her, but I was home every night. I wasn't traveling. So, you know, in life, we tend to justify, you know, why we do what we do. And so, again, I always tell people, be thankful that you're employed if that's the situation. But, man, I just had this burning message in me and this burning desire to get out there and to tell people, you know, you know what I know helped me in this world. And, and so, and that's when I started listening to your message. And, and I kept, uh, I would go to my wife. I'm like, listen to this guy. We, I would, you know, maybe a border. I don't know, Sam, but in bed at nighttime, I'm like, listen, it's just seven minutes. Listen to this, listen to this podcast. It's only 12 minutes. Listen to Sam. Listen to Sam. And so I started making her listen to your podcast too. And, uh, but the long story short is, yeah, I just, I woke up one day and I said, that's it. I got to call this guy. And then we just had a great conversation and, uh, and that was it, you know, and then you just kind of, you know, with our coaching, just set me in motion. And, uh, and that's what brought me to here. So here now, um, you are not working at that job any longer. You gave your notice on October 31st last year. So it's been maybe the last four or five months. What are you doing now? Like this is massive change. You and I have not talked since uh, our, our coaching time ended. We've exchanged text messages, maybe an email yeah. here or there, but I have no idea. I mean, I'm looking at you now. If For those of you that are listening to the podcast on the audio version, Mike's in a pretty uh, jacked out studio now. He's got the sound wall. He's got the microphone. He's got headphones. He's got a few computers going. This is like total transformation. What are you doing now? What's an average day look like for you? Or what, and, and in business, let's start with there. What are you doing now? Because you don't work any longer in the corporate world. So what I do now is um, I really kind of took my message and I, I converted it to uh, the military background. And, you know, this isn't a trick. I love veterans. And I know there's a there's a ton of CEOs and business owners that are veterans and uh, I mean, tons. And so, and God bless it. You know, I didn't go through the Iraq stuff. I got out in 98 after, you know, almost 20 years from 81 through 98. And, um, and so I didn't go to Iraq or Afghanistan. So I know a lot of friends and buddies that went through that. And they, you know, a lot of them are just, you know, they're, they're in bad shape and PTSD yeah. and lost arms and limbs. And so I've always been a big supporter of that. Well, you know, my, true blue love of life is selling. I've talked to people, Sam, that, you know, they're struggling making 40,000 bucks a year. And this is a terrible joke, but I said, I can't feed my dog on that. I'm not a bougie person, but I'm just saying, you know, you got to make more than 40,000 bucks a year. It's hard, man. It's hard to live right now. And when I talk to people that say, well, I don't have a PhD, whatever, I make more money than most people with PhDs. I'm just saying, it isn't about the education. It's about your desire, your ability to get along with people. And so selling Selling is just a great thing. And so I started taking my military background, the skills that I learned from being a ranger, and I started putting them out there. So when you and I formed my message, started going down this world of uh, you know, sales mastery and stuff, I started putting the, the ranger side into it. And uh, now, like I said, one of my, my courses is called the Ranger Mindset of Sales Mastery. And then I do uh, Airborne Leadership, the 30,000 foot view of success. And so I do these different things. And one, it attracts, you know, veterans, especially a lot of them, CEOs, heads of company, they'll just call me right up or message me like, Mike, I need you to come in and speak to my people. And so that's how that started happening. 
Uh, I just flew to Miami. I was invited to go speak down there for 12 minutes. What I got paid was ridiculous for 12 minutes. I, you know, I've just been out and, uh, and, and have a, I have an event coming up April 1st that we're doing right here in Raleigh at the Hilton. And, um, so that's, uh, it's basically sales mastery in a day, which, you know, you can't master sales in a day, but the whole point is it's going to be a, a great training to really learn a lot. And then ultimately the goal is, is I'm going to have people that are going to hire me to be their coach. And, and uh, so that's, that's primarily what I'm doing almost hundred percent. So as I told you earlier, I do work with a company that's, um, they're an automotive training company. So interestingly enough, I also, it's the same thing. I will sit here. I, I made this nice studio just because I do spend a lot of time in front of uh, people virtually like this, you know, and uh, it's kind of the world we live in. So I do travel and I will go to places and, and do what I got to do, but I do a lot of virtual stuff. So dealerships will hire me. So that skill that I learned in the car world, as my wife said, it was a season of my life. You know, you taught me that my people pay you for what you've learned over your lifetime you know it's not yeah. for six or eight weeks or you know or three months it's not for me it's the information and the knowledge and the things that you've done in your lifetime people need to hear this stuff there are people that i didn't even know sam that really wanted to know what i know you know and uh when you really start working with people and if your heart's in the right place you'll be surprised how people will just tell you what they need help with and it's amazing to me. Again, I go back, I say it's a God thing. I think God puts people in front of me that need to talk to me, you know, and, and they'll say, Michael, I'm struggling with this. And I go, you know what? I struggled with that 20 years ago. Let me tell you what I did, you know, to overcome it. And, and it's just a great feeling. So now it's pretty much what I do all the time. I don't, you know, when I was at the dealership, I worked every single weekend for over six years. I worked out. Sometimes I wasn't up till nine, 10, 11 o'clock at night. Uh, I don't have any shoes on right now, by the way, just so you know. Um, I have pants on. I am wearing pants. That's good. That's good. Uh, but, you know, I work in a T-shirt most days. I like it a little cool in here, so I kind of keep it cool. But I work in a T-shirt most days and blue jeans, and I don't work nights. And I see my daughter the second she walks in from school. And, you know, I don't work weekends. So every day pretty much is Saturday now. And uh, and I'm sorry we haven't really spoken as much over the last four or five months since I left. I should have told you as soon as I left. but man, I was excited and I didn't stop. So, you know, when you run out, but when you, when you do make that move, if that's the move someone's trying to make, when you do leave that corporate gig and you walk out the door, you know, it's, it's even, uh, it's pedal to the metal. I mean, it wasn't like, okay, I'm out. I can you know, chill out. But the thing is my excitement level every day, my motivation every day, why I'm trying to do what I do, man, it's just a different feeling than, you know, going and, you know, listen, nothing again, I sold cars, you know, I ran the dealership and I was thankful to the owner that set that dealership up and, and gave me a job. So I'm thankful for that. My dad always taught me, honor those that employ you. And that is great. But now that I'm out the door, I honor myself. I honor what I do. I honor my family, you know, the good Lord above. And I'm just thankful that, you know, I can do these things. So it's just, man, it's just so important. So there's so much to dive into just in what you just said there. When you were leaving your job, um, I want to talk about faith. I want to talk about mindset. And I want to talk about betting on yourself. All you had at the time, and I don't know because I haven't talked to you, but I know one of the things you had was your podcast. Okay. So <laughs> I, want to, I want to try to understand the mindset because I'm sure you had a lot of talks with your wife. You had a lot of talks with God. And you were pretty much like, okay. I'm going to make this decision. This really is a leap of faith. So you had to have, you had to activate your faith 
then you had to implement the deeds that come after the faith in order to find this lifestyle that you've always craved being with your daughter, being with your wife, all that free time that you now have. But were you relying on your podcast for speaking gigs or to get the message out? Was there another monetization plan in place? Because even though you're still consulting for an automotive group, you have an income to replace. And you know a lot of people that go into this space of, I want to be a speaker, I want to be a podcaster, I want to monetize my message, never really take that leap of faith because they're very fearful. And I'm not, I'm, I'm acknowledging that fear. I'm not giving into it, but I acknowledge that, that I got to replace this income. I got to bet on myself and I'm not so confident in my message that it can actually do what I need it to do. How is, how is your mindset more, any different? So how was your podcast uh, specifically, how was your podcast giving you confidence in your message? What mindset did you have that you were finally going to pull the ripcord and jump? So, you know, the podcast, man, everybody needs a podcast, I'm telling you right now. That podcast, Sam, you know what's funny is, I don't know if, you know, until you just really talked about it, I don't know if I give my podcast enough credit because um, the podcast is what the CEO of the company that came to me and said, will you come and help us take our company to the next level? You can go speak, you can go train, you can do whatever you want to do. Just help us do this. So it's kind of like this gig that I got because of the podcast, I got this speaking gig. And here's how this happened. The CEO of this company, this company's been around for 31 years. The owner of the company, he died five years ago. He was uh, into private, you know, private planes, little planes. And, you know, God bless him. You know, it's, it's tragic. It's terrible. But, you know, I tell everybody, I, I mean, I, I knew the guy years ago from following him and stuff like that. I don't know if you die doing what you do, what you love. I guess there's no better life to live. And, but long story short, it's tragic. He died five years ago. Well, um, he was kind of an outspoken, crazy guy, you know, and uh, that's what people call me. They think I'm kind of crazy. Sometimes they get a little nutty. And I mean, I'm you know covered in tattoos and which doesn't mean anything anymore, but it still kind of does. And I don't know. It's just it's just who I am. Well, Alan, that was his name. He was this guy that was just this wonderful, just really wanted to help people. But he was like, get up off your ass and get it done. You know, he just didn't believe in excuses and stuff like that. Well, the CEO of the company listens to my, finds my podcast. Kind of weird how like I found your podcast that day. Well, yeah. people just organically come across your podcast. And I don't know, again, that's where I say, maybe God has something to do with that. I don't know. But they hear my podcast. It's um, her name is Shelly. She goes home one night and tells her husband, "Let's to this guy's podcast." And so he listened to a few of my podcasts. And when he was done, uh, and I know this because Shelly, the CEO, called me personally, and I spoke to her on the phone. And, and here's what she said: and It was a great compliment. He said, "You know, my husband listened to a few of your podcasts, and he said that's your guy. This is the guy that you need to bring on board to kind of pick up where Alan left off to really help kind of." lead the charge you know with this company not that i'm in charge of the company but it was it's more about leading this push you know to get out there in front of more people and stuff like that so i just thought that was a great compliment wouldn't have happened if the podcast wasn't there now i took a major pay cut to yeah. leave. when i say major almost a six-figure pay cut to leave i was making great money in the car world just i'm just telling you it was yep. great living but i took a major pay cut and so it was maybe a little fear there because they, you know, they came and made me an offer to leave. And, and the truth is I turned them down. Well, at first I said, can't do it. And then I'm, you know, talking to my wife about it. I'm praying about it. I'm thinking about it. 
And then I don't know, uh, they called me back and said, you know what, they made a little bump there to try to entice me a little bit more, but it was still a, a huge pay cut. And Sam, I kid you not, the income that they were going to pay me was not going to cover my lifestyle. It, it wasn't. And so this is where you're talking about the faith comes in. So I don't know. I just kind of prayed about it. I am very fortunate to have a, a wonderful wife. I talk about it all the time. It makes people sick sometimes. I'm very, I'm very fortunate, you know, and, and yeah. I wish everybody had, you know, I, I pray that everybody has that kind of relationship, but I know you have a, I, I see your, you know, your relationship played out on, on social media and stuff. And I think that's great, you know, and, but you know, my wife, she's one of my best cheerleaders that stands behind me. I say, if you don't have a, a significant other that's going to do that, find a friend that'll push you. But I remember sitting in bed one night when I was trying to make the decision, do we do this? And she said, this is the time to take what Sam taught you to take everything that you're preaching in your podcast. And it's just time to go jump. Just, <laughs> just jump. What's the worst that's going to happen? We're going to fail. I mean, come on. failure's just a, a, an outcome. Whatever. We learn from, we move on. And I thought to myself, you know what? For the love of God, I have got to start practicing what I preach. I can't yeah. sit there and tell people to do something if I'm not going to do it myself. And that's when I literally walked into work the next day. It was a beautiful field. I sat down, loved the guys that I worked with. And I said, look, it's nothing personal, but I got to go. It's I can't, I can't afford to work here anymore, you know, and uh, it just doesn't fit my lifestyle. And so I put my notice in, uh, worked a couple more weeks, busted my butt. Halloween was my last day. There was a Saturday and it was great because I left at like three in the afternoon and took my daughter trick-or-treating. Otherwise I would have been working yeah. And uh, so that's how that kind of happened. But the podcast is something I'll never give up. It's called Next Level Selling. They're about 15 minutes in length. I learned all this stuff from you, Sam, where I like something that people can grab it, listen to it. They can chew on it if they want to. They can do it on the go on their commute while they're at the gym. You know, it's real simple, easy to digest. And, uh, and it turned out that not only do I put in, you know, true sales training techniques and things that I think help people. But I talk about your mindset and the motivation required and what it takes to do that. And this thing has just crawled all over the world, which makes me feel proud. You know, it's just yeah. a, it's, a, it's yeah. a proud feeling. And then things come from it. So now in the last four months, somehow my podcast is now just miraculously falling in the lap of CEOs of companies and, and, and people out there that are just shooting me emails and saying, hey, Mike. You know, what do you charge to come speak to my people? And I go, well, I'm not cheap. So, um, you know, it, it just, it works out really good. So it's, it's been great. But faith, I always tell people, uh, it's a Tony Robbins thing. If you don't believe in God, then believe in dogs and become dyslexic. I don't know. I, I think it's, you know, it's, uh, yeah. I was like, well, that's, I, was and, I mean, look, when we, when we first connected, uh, there was no podcast. And by the way, I definitely want people to plug in. Yours is called Next Level Selling. It's Michael Pauk, P-A-U-L-K, Michael Pauk. Check him out on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you download podcasts. Um, two years ago, you had no podcast. What are your download numbers now? So if I pulled up my phone and showed you, I'm uh, I'm averaging right now. It's over, as soon as I put one out, within three to five weeks, over 200 downloads per episode. It's happening right now. So it really kind of took a major uptick. Interestingly enough, once I walked out of corporate world, when I left the job, if you will, when I walked out, I don't know what happened. Maybe it's in my voice. I don't know, but yeah. it, it, you know, believability is a big thing. When you do something in your life and you accomplish something, it should give you this incredible sense of satisfaction and believability. And then I always believe that comes through. The main thing I teach in selling is 
selling is never lying, cheating, or stealing. It's not trying to rip somebody off. It's simply believing in the product that you are presenting to your prospect. If it's something that they need, it's going to it's going to help them and fix their illness or whatever the situation is that they're dealing with or their problems. If you say it with conviction, all you're doing is transferring your belief to them. And once you can do that, people will buy, you know, and Sam, that's what you did with me. You, you know, I'm just telling you the truth. You're the way you speak on your podcast. There's not a person on the planet that could say that you're, you're faking it. You know, that Mm -hmm. what you're saying is not something you believe in your heart because you've had the proof. You have the, you know, the folks that have believed in you and they wrote you the check and they got the delivery and they put what they learned into, uh, into action, which is, you know, the greatest world on the planet action without action, nothing happens. Right. And amazing things will happen when people believe, have a little faith and just, just go for it at the end of the day. So let me play devil's advocate with you. And this is for uh, the individuals out there who maybe don't have their cup full of that belief that you have, that faith that you have. Mike. That's great for you. You were ultra successful in what you did at the car dealership world. You taught, you probably forgotten more about sales than most people are ever going to learn. I'm just a homemaker or I'm just a guy that, you know, I've got a message that's not moving the needle in sales. I don't have all that experience. Um, You know, I'm in the corporate world or I'm a work at home mom or whatever, but that's not what I would talk about on my podcast. So I don't really have any credibility because what I want to talk about is personal development, or I want to talk about spiritual, the realm, you know, in my own faith and things like that. There's already a million people doing that, man. And I'm no expert. I don't have the experience. I don't think anybody would even want to listen to my podcast. I don't have any formal speaker training. You sound like a guy that's got that thing nailed down. I mean, my God, you're getting paid to go speak now to organizations and on stages. I'm not you. I'm just Susie or Johnny, nobody in the middle of nowhere. If I grab a microphone and start speaking, nobody's going to want to listen to my message. I can't build a movement, Mike. You know, Sam, I haven't talked about any of this so far on this particular interview with you, but you know this. You had to have a few conversations with me as as brave as I may come off to be and the fact that I was a a ranger and and somehow attained these things that I did in the military and and all that kind of stuff, man, I was a little kid in school. I was bullied and beat up. I was one of the reasons I joined the military in the first place was because 1981, when I graduated high school and it was a long time ago, but the prime rate was 18%. My dad's company went bankrupt. He could not afford to feed me. And, uh, you know, and then I thought I'm tired of being pushed around. So I, I joined the army, became a paratrooper. That's the first thing I did. And then from there, I turned out I was pretty good at it. But what I'm trying to say is I never really knew what I could do until I just said, I'm doing it. And then I just stepped forward and I fell on my face many times. But it's interesting because I have met so many people in my lifetime that say that story that you just said, they go, well, I've never really done that much in my life, but this is what's in my heart's desire. An example is a gentleman came and put some French doors in my house downstairs uh, that were put in another office in downstairs for my wife. And he comes in and puts French doors in. And he, uh, he, we start talking about my podcast and things like that. Now, this guy is a wonderful guy, very low keel. You know, if I'm just talking about his personality, he's not yeah. like, you know, he's not like an A type. He's, he's kind of very introverted. But over a few days of him coming into the house and I would stop and sit down, I'd just chat with him and stuff. And uh, like, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to sell him anything. It's not, he's not a, a, even a salesperson. He's, there's nothing I really could offer him except conversation and friendship. 
And Sam, by the end of the third day, here's what he tells me. I mean this on my life, I swear. He says, you know, Mike, um, he said, I, I'm, a, I'm a devout Christian man and I go to church and this is what I've done. I've been a carpenter, you know, which to me, it's always been a, you know, a nice thing. I kind of, kind of, that's what Jesus did, you know? And so yeah. I got to be careful. I'll choke up. I am a very emotional dude, but you know, he's telling me this story and he said, uh, he goes, you know, I don't, I, I never really wanted to be a preacher, nothing like that. I don't think I get up and stand in front of people. He said, but he goes, do you think like if I learned how to do a podcast that anybody would listen to me? I said, oh my Lord. Absolutely, people will listen to you. You know, he said, if it's just one person, it depends on what your goals are. Now, if your goals are to start making a living from it, that's a different conversation we can have. But, but the thing was, now he has this was just a, you know a few weeks back. He hasn't made a move yet. But the point is, is that he has a message in his heart that has really nothing to do with him being a carpenter. Like he could the work he does. He's one of the highest paid, best carpenters around. He could do something on that if he wanted to. But, but the point was, is that. This man has a message in his heart, and I told him and encouraged him, and I just texted him a few days ago, and I said, you need to move forward with this. You need to get this done. It's a terrible life to live, to have this desire to want to do something, and you don't do it. You know, I, it's just, it's terrible. Don't, don't go out that way, you know? Go out tired and wore out because you did everything you wanted to do. So my message to people is, is that we've been told our entire lives that we need to believe in ourselves and whatever we want to do, we can do it. Well, something that, that really kind of occurred to me in the last couple of years and since you and I started working together and since I started putting my message out there that I come across so many people that they go, well, yeah, I've always told I can do what I want if I just believe in myself, but don't really know what to believe. Like, what do I believe in myself? And that's why I think people like you, Sam, you know, now I think people like me, People mm-hmm. that really decide to do this as their calling to to work with people individually. I mean, I don't like to tell people I'm a life coach, but then you're the life coach. You're sitting down with someone that doesn't believe they have a story to tell. And within 15 minutes of me talking to somebody, I'm sure you're the same way. You find a gold mine of things that, that people have experienced. Everyone has lived a life to where they're at right now. And there's not a person that I have spoken to They'll say, well, Michael, you went to Ranger School. That's an accomplishment. You know, all these things that you did. I never did that. But then they'll tell me some things they did in their life. And I'm going, I've never done that. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know if I could even, yeah. I don't know if I could even do that. How did you do that? You know, what was your, what were you thinking when you did that? How did you accomplish this? You know, I mean, so everybody has it inside of them. I just, you know, the only thing I think you can do and I can do at the end of the day is to keep you know, being persistent uh, and, and going to these folks when they mention it and just really kind of, I, I just kind of coax and urge them on, you know, I don't believe in hard, even in my selling world, I don't believe in the hard bone crushing sale. That's just kind of ridiculous. Uh, if I may add real quick, I believe Sam, when you and I talked, uh, there was no hard sale with you. You basically said, do it or don't. <laughs> I mean, that's really kind of what you said. You said, Mike, this is the deal. This is what I can help you with. I feel like you know, that I could make, I uh, hope you make a huge impact that you want to do. And this is what the deal is. And if you want to do it, let me know. If you don't, God bless you. And, uh, and I think that's sometimes the best way to handle it because that's what I've done with people too. I mean, I've kind of turned around once you uncover and help them uncover what it is they're trying to accomplish. If you can just kind of shine a light uh, to, to get them to where they need to go. Like I'm not, I'm a light switch is what I tell people. 
I, I don't know anything about electricity. Like, I don't know how it works. I don't know how the wires run and what makes it all happen and how it comes into the house. But I know if I reach over here and I click that light switch on, the lights come on. And at the end of the day, I tell people, that's all you want to do. You don't have to be an electrician. You just got to know how to turn the light on. And if you can do that, you will inspire people and change people's lives. And it's the greatest, greatest feeling in the world. Yeah, amen to all of that, man. Um, and and the person you become along the way as well. I mean, the individual that you become, it's absolutely you're gonna have an impact on the lives of others, but the impact in your own life, like looking at you now and just how relaxed you are and how comfortable you are. When we were talking a couple of years ago, the stress was pretty high, you know, because you were, you know, everything was on your shoulders. You were pretty much running the show. Uh, we were lucky to have a call a week. And I remember that had to be on a Tuesday. I remember that yeah. when you said that. Yeah. And now I look at you and it's just, it speaks to everything that I love to talk about. And it's never the money. It's always the person that you become along the way, what you discover about yourself and the life that you can create for yourself. And the money seems to find a way. It's like that light switch analogy. The bills seem to get paid somehow they get paid and the lights stay on and you become a complete like transformation is the word that comes to mind when I see a guy like you right now from just the past two years. Well, it's so true, Sam. And I got to tell you, you know, you know, the old Tim McGraw country song, song live like you were dying, you know, it's like, just man, we're, we don't have as much time as we think we do. It's, it's sad. I buried a friend of mine. You know, he was 52 years old and he had he got brain cancer a couple of years ago. And this is a guy that healthy, ate right, rode a bicycle, did it all right. And we could sit there and blame God and be all upset about it. But this man never blamed God one time. He just simply said, you know what? It is what it is. And maybe I'm supposed to touch one person's life with my faith and my belief. And and so, you know, people like, you know, it's sad. I, you know, I even say, well, why am I around? You know, I sometimes think I'm not a, I'm not a good person like some of these people. And I'm diving really deep and I'm not trying to depress anybody, but Go I'm ahead. just saying that, I mean, this is, you know, it's cliche, but dang it, man, let's go. You, you have, this is it, you know, while we're breathing, you know, I'm not talking about what we're going to do when we stop breathing, but right here and now people have asked me, Mike, you know, in my, in my coaching and one-on-ones and stuff, people say, what do you think the secret to life is? And I say, I know what the secret to life is. They go, you do? And I go, I do know what the secret to life is. And they're just shocked by this. And they're like, no, you don't. I go, I really do. And the secret to life is to get up every day and help your fellow man. That's it. That's our mission in life is just to help people. Yes, we have to make a living. We have to pay the bills. I get all that. But, you know, a mentor told me, God, 30 years ago, he said, Mike, if you just won't worry, if you just quit, worrying about the commissions. If you quit worrying about the money, if you focus on the people that you're helping, it will come. And, and he was right. And it really does come. And, yeah. you know, and, and too many times people out there, they focus on the money, focus on the money. That's why when they're making a ton of money and life is great, they're driving the big cars, the big houses, and everything's going so great, but they're depressed. They're just, you know, everybody, but a lot of them are just depressed. In my experience, the people that chase the almighty dollar, they struggle in life. The ones that chase truly trying to help people, trying to, to lift somebody up. I mean, first of all, you just feel great about yourself. And then uh, the money comes. It, it just comes. And so I just thought that was great. You know, um, again, he, he went to my gym years ago, my boxing gym. And it, it was it was tragic. It was terrible. But he, yeah. he passed away just a few weeks ago. I went to his funeral and stuff. And 
And, uh, but you know, he told me before he passed, you know, he said, Mike, he said, brother, just keep going, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, uh, I had a heavy bag left for my gym after I shut it down. And when he first got diagnosed, he said, do you have one of those bags left? And I gave him the one and only bag I had left for my gym. And I took it over and I helped him hang it in his garage and, and, and stuff like that. But, you know, you know, that's his message. Friends that I've, you know, sadly lost along the way. So while I'm here, Sam, while I'm breathing, I, I'm a better husband. I'm a better father. I'm a better friend. I mean, it's just, it's just, I think what happens on this journey. Yeah. I know there's someone listening to this that, that are going to hear this and they're thinking to themselves right now, well, that's the person either I want to be or that's what's in my heart. And I'm just telling you, it, today's the day. There is no tomorrow. That's my, that's my saying all the time. There is no tomorrow. Yesterday is nothing more than, you know, a memory of what we did. You know, there's only today. There's only what you can do today. There's only the decision you can make today. And you just got to make it. And then you got to persevere. Perseverance to me is, I should really put that word on the wall behind me instead of even mindset. But did you know, Sam, I'm sorry to digress real quick, but did you know perseverance? I realized, I researched, they did studies years ago. And the word, the, the characteristic perseverance is the number one characteristic that when they found all these, they interviewed all these extremely successful people, that perseverance was the main characteristic, even more than you know, than character and anything else. Perseverance just simply means it's it's the same as persistence, but not really. Perseverance is when you fall and you get up and you fall and you get up and you fail and you keep going and you fail and you keep going and you fall and you fail and you screw up and you lose everything and you get it back and you fail and you keep moving. You never, ever quit. You never give up on your dream. You know, and you just, you keep pushing forward no matter what slaps you in the face, perseverance. And so when I was in ranger school, I was in pain. I mean, you sleep an average of two hours a day. I had cellulitis in my fingers. I was praying I wouldn't get kicked out. And about halfway through the school, I remember, you know, we're walking with an 80 pound rucksack and I, you know, I was skinny and hurting and pain and all this stuff and starving, you know, you average of one meal a day. And every time I took a knee, we'd have to stop. And I take a knee with my rifle. Every time I took a knee, I'd say to myself, I swear to God, when I get up, I'm quitting. Because you could quit anytime. You can just go up and say, Ranger instructor, I'm, I'm quitting. They go, no worries. And they'll escort you to the head shed. And they'll give you food and chow and take care of you. They're like, no worries. Because, you know, when I went through, we started with 400 men, 113 of us made it through. It's about a 72% attrition rate. Not easy. So grace of God, a little bit of luck. I made it through. But the point was, in my head, many times I said, I'm quitting, I'm quitting, I'm going to quit, I'm going to quit, I'm going to quit, I don't need this, I'm going to quit. Yeah. But I never put those words into action. I mean, I really probably shouldn't even have said it, but I think it's natural we say, I don't need this, I'm going to quit. But man, I took a breath, I stood up, and I just took a step forward. And I just think that's what we're supposed to do in this world, is you just got to push forward every single day. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Mike, um, we'll wrap it up because I know I want to respect your time as well. Just a station identification on chat, my buddy, Michael Pock. Uh, you can check out his podcast, Next Level Selling. If people want to find out more about you, Mike, and connect with you, where's the best place for them to go? Uh, just my website. It's real simple. It's just my name, michaelpalk.com. So Michael, P-A-U-L-K.com. It's got my, uh, you know, I wrote this book and, and everything that I talk about. And, and you know, and, and Sam, the book for the record, uh, it's one I got right here. But, uh, you know, it's called uh, Always Bite Off More Than You Can Chew. 
I wrote this book just to put my life, it's kind of like a biography in a way, but it's uh, stories of my life all the way back when I was young through the military, playing in a rock band, being a stockbroker. But it's, a, it's just a book of a lot of stories of things that I did and what I learned from it. Maybe, you know, how I persevered and kind of pushed through. So, you know, I have that on there, but that was just uh, something that, you know, my goal in life wasn't to be an author, but it's sold a lot of copies and it's got me in the door to a lot of different places. And um, no better feeling than when someone says, man, just the first chapter alone, a lady told me she read the book and she was crying. And she said, oh my God, you know, I've always felt weak my whole life. And this has really kind of set me up. So man, that's a good feeling. So between the podcast, Next Level Selling, my book, Always Bite Off More Than You Can Chew. I mean, that's self-explanatory. And uh, and then, you know, and then of course the taglines then chew like hell. I just thought that was funny. So I like that. Um, I like that. But yeah, just michaelpalk.com and it's got all my info on there and stuff like that. If anybody wants to reach out to me for anything, for any reason, I'm here for you. Man, that's awesome. Uh, an author, a podcaster, a speaker, and now able to be at home and be a father and a husband pretty much full time, which dude, I'm telling you right now, all the, all the kudos to you. It's just been to watch your journey. And this is a short period of time. Most people commit to a job for 40 years or 50 years. No problem at all. No questions asked, you know, I'll do it, you know, but they're unwilling to commit to the next three to five years to really see what life is like and what you've been able to transform into Mike. And you said the number, what was that again over the past few months, the number of podcast downloads you've gotten? Uh, over 10,000. So I, I did move my, my hosting. That's a you know, little semantics, no big deal. It's whatever. A host is a host, but I did move the hosting. And so, so from the time that I moved it just about four and a half months ago, actually, when I moved it, it's at 10,100 total plays over average episodes are 250, 278, Amazing. 206. Uh, two, I'm reading these right off, I think 290, 228, 235. These are all the downloads on my on all my different podcasts. Yep. So yep. Um, so over 10,000 in just, you know, the last less than five months. And, um, and you know, and that's all organically. That's just, uh, I don't do advertisements. I haven't had guests and stuff like that. I just put my heart and soul into it put out what I put out and uh, people have been scrolling out there. One last thing is I thought was very cool. Someone emailed me one day and said their company, their, their CEO of the company heard my podcast. And I did it a long time ago. It's called um, train beyond selling. And the, the foundation of the podcast was, is if you're in charge of salespeople, just don't, don't train them just to be salespeople. I had a salesperson come to me as a young guy. And he said, Mike, I'm making great money. I don't know how to rent an apartment. So I actually taught him how to, what to look for in a lease and, you know, and what he should, you know, life skills and things, train beyond selling. In other words, care about your people, you know, just that they're just there to make you money and them, you know, it, take care of your people. So their CEO made it, you know, required that everyone in their company, about 140 employees, they had to listen to that one podcast. And from that, you can imagine, I got tons of people subscribing and you know, downloading yep. and stuff like that. It's, it's amazing how this works it's the power of the podcast man those are you know those are seeds audio seeds that you're planting every single day into the hearts of other people some of which you'll never meet most of which you'll never meet but they know you because they listen to you every day it almost feels like they already know you i'm sure when they reach out to you but a lot of the individuals that never reach out that's really the unknown out there with all those tens of thousands of downloads that you have mike is the fact that you're helping so many people out there 
by doing something you would do for free anyway. Like you would be encouraging people, training and teaching people anyway, but now you have an opportunity through your podcast now to reach a global audience with your own virtual stage. I couldn't be happier for you, man. I'm so happy your speaking career has taken off. Your coaching has taken off. You've got the book. Uh, I mean, just congratulations, man. That's, uh, that's such well, a fantastic journey. I appreciate it, Sam. And I'm telling you right now, you did not ask me to say what I'm about to say. I swear this on my life, but I'm telling you right now, if you're considering, uh, and I, I know, I don't know who's all of you listening to this, but if you're considering, you know, hiring Sam as your coach, I, I swear to Sam, you changed my life, brother. I mean it. You know, I think we have to change our life, but we have to make decisions. You know, we have to make investments in ourselves, and that's what it is. It, when I decided to 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 work with you, it was never about spending money and, and things like that. It's I know that in life you have to make investments. People go out here and pay a million dollars to open up a you know a restaurant or some crap, and then they're out of business three years later. You know, or I mean, the amount of money people will pay to open a business. Well, you're the best business out there that you can. You know, that that's on the planet. You know, and so someone like yourself, man, I tell you what, you're just, I can't say enough great things about you. Anybody that wants to contact me privately, I'm telling you, you want to ask me about Sam, it's, it's the same thing I'm telling you right now. So it, you literally, you know, helped me flip on that light switch. I know what the message is now. It's defined. It's clear. I know exactly what my mission is. And, uh, and I'm just excited to keep pushing forward as long as there's a breath in me. I'm going to keep running my mouth. I'm going to keep telling people, you know, the way to be successful and how to help them, you know, do what they want to do. So I, I just think if anyone's listening and they're even considering you, Sam, don't wait. Don't wait like me. Don't wait six months, a year. Just just, just do it today. Well, I appreciate that, man. Um, uh, once again, michaelpalk.com. You can check him out there. Check out his podcast, Next Level Selling. The guy left his job. Uh, will replace his income doing what he is absolutely passionate about. And I think the most important thing is, Mike, you're changing lives in a positive way. I don't know any, like you said, what we're all called to do anyway. So congratulations. It was great to catch up with you. And um, maybe we can share a stage together down the road. Who knows? And let's do it, Sam. Come on, brother. Get me in there. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's get on stage. It'll be awesome. I think, awesome. I, I, I think there may be something in the future there for us, buddy. Um, hey, regardless, congratulations once again to all your success, Mike. And thanks for really helping our audience with the mindset, the belief, and the faith they need to move forward with their own message. All right. I will talk to you soon. Thank you, Sam. My pleasure. Thank you. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.